welcome to the Dutch Angle Chronicles podcast, a podcast about all things film from a different perspective. I'm your host, Samantha De La Heron, and today I'll be reacting to the first episode of the anime ReZero. What is ReZero? How did I like the first episode? And would I recommend it? Let's get right into it. So first off, what is ReZero? Well, ReZero, Starting Life in Another World is the full title, and um, the basic premise is this. Natsuki Subaru, an ordinary high school student, is on his way home from the convenience store when he finds himself transported to another world. As he's lost and confused in a new world where he doesn't even know left from right, the only person to reach out to him was a beautiful girl with silver hair. Determined to repay her somehow for saving him from his own despair, Subaru agrees to help the girl find something she's looking for. Dun dun dun! So this anime is based on a light novel written by Tape Nagatsuki and illustrated by Shinchiro Atsuka. Nagatsuki has also worked on Vivi, Fluorite Eyes Song, and Warlords of Sigdrifa, Sig <laughs> neither of which I've seen or read or whatnot. And Otsuka has also illustrated Conception and Granbelm. There are 30 volumes of the light novel's main series as well as a quite a few other series as well. Other than the light novel, there is a web novel, a manga, the anime that I'm going to be watching today, and also some games, which was very surprising to me. And they have a ginormous wiki fandom that had a whole bunch of information, it even had interactive maps and everything, so go check that out, I'll have it linked in the show notes. Um, but yeah, if you really want to get into this, or if you are into this and didn't know about it, that's a really great place to look. The anime has 50 episodes spanning two seasons so far and the first season was originally released in 2016, and the director's cut in 2020. The second season was released in 2020, and as of July 24th, 2022, according to an article by Keenan McCall on Twinfinite, there has not been any confirmation of a season 3 so far whatsoever. There are also two OVAs, which are original video animations, and if you're into watching those, you can go find them wherever you watch this. Um, for me, personally, I'm going to be watching this on Verve, and that's a great segue into me watching this and my reaction. So I'm watching the first episode of season one on Verve, and I'm watching this subbed rather than dubbed like I did with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And as an update to my last Sam Reacts episode, I continued to watch JoJo until about season 3, and I kind of lost interest because they basically discarded the entire point of season 1 and 2, which was the Hamon, and they just kind of completely got rid of it, and um, it was all about their stands from that point on. Um, so I wasn't very uh, <laughs> into it anymore. Um, but I'm not going to get into all of that right now, um, but if you're interested in listening to that episode, I'll link it in the show notes as well. And let me know if you guys want a part two. Maybe I'll give it another shot if you're convincing. So before starting off this reaction, this is obviously a giant spoiler alert, so you are forewarned. And anyway, here is my reaction to watching the first episode of ReZero, Starting Life in Another World. First off, the main character's name is Subaru, which makes me laugh a little bit every time I hear it because I just keep thinking of the car company, and hopefully I'll get used to it and I'll be able to focus on the actual anime. 
but um yeah I thought that was very funny I always thought it was cool that in Japan they have those magazines and convenience stores and some of them even have plastic on them and we don't really have that here in the US at least none that I've seen so I always think it's another thing that makes Japan cool and I love the parallel between what Subaru is reading in those convenience stores manga and what we're watching. It's a very nice touch and provides comedy as well as suspense because it's just so abrupt and out of nowhere and I really want to know what's going on. It got a great hook. It's a good hook. I also like how just when he gets teleported to the new world, he immediately accepts the reality of the situation instead of talking himself out of it like, oh, I'm crazy, oh, I've been mugged, or I'm in the hospital, I've been in an accident. He's just like, okay, I'm here, let's go. In just a few moments, we're learning so much about the new world as well. Different money, there's different written languages, but they still speak Japanese. Different people are around, and there's demi-humans and creatures, and there's medieval culture. And they have horse-drawn carriages and not a whole bunch of technology like we do. And they have magic and knights and etc. We also get the name of the new world, Lagunica. That's how I'm going to pronounce it. Um, let me know if I'm wrong, but there we go. And I really like that we're jumping right into the main story because some anime take an entire first episode just to get to the new world. So this is pre going really like quickly and I really enjoy that because it can go really slow sometimes and they like to put a lot of filler. Um, so I like that we're already on this adventure like three minutes in. I'm happy that he's diving right into the new world, but I also feel bad for him because he keeps getting into trouble from not knowing any of these new rules. Like he went into the women's bathroom and they all beat him up and he went over the side of the railing and dove into the water and got all wet and yeah, he's just not having a very good time. And if he didn't have such a carefree attitude, I don't think he'd be able to survive very long. I also like how he refers to everything in gaming language, kind of like he says event or startup gear and stuff like that. Um, but I really like that he didn't get teleported to a game itself and that he didn't have to die to get here because there are so many anime like that, like so many, it's countless <laughs> how many there are. And they're fun in their own way, but I feel like it's kind of overdone, and even this trope is pretty overdone, getting teleported to a new world, but I kind of like it. <laughs> also, the blue-haired guy that's attacking him in the alleyway reminds me of Tomura from My Hero Academia, the hand-faced villain, the one with the hands all over him. He just looks like him from the side, but once you really get to see his face, it doesn't really look like him anymore. Just wanted to throw that in there. And I was very happy that we got our first display of magic um, from the silver-haired girl right away. Um, I thought that was really cool, and it's showing a lot of different magic all at the beginning. And Puck is so very cute, and I was not expecting some floating spirit cat, and I certainly wasn't expecting her to get extremely large and have him laying on her lap when he woke up, so that was really, really crazy. And I think it's nice that the girl and the cat help him and now our story is moving even further along and we're just really getting in there. I find it suspicious that Puck was also surprised by Satella telling Subaru her name and then she said, you have terrible taste. <laughs> so this makes me think that she's lying about her name, but we'll have to see if I keep watching. 
I'm happy they helped the little girl find her mom, and I thought it was funny when Subaru used the only magic he knew how to do in order to cheer her up by doing that coin trick like, oh, guess where this was? Oh, it's behind your ear. And he let her keep it, which was super cute. I think that Satella is talking about being a half-elf when they mention age because elves usually live for a long time, if not forever. So maybe she's like a hundred years old, maybe more, and that's why she's bringing up the half-elf thing, but he's too clueless to figure it out. And I like when shows bring back the same details from the beginning that seem small but are actually really important, like the shopkeeper being the little girl's father, and it Kind of seems rather convenient at this point, but still, who's counting? And at this point, we figure out that Puck is a boy because Subaru uses um, masculine pronouns, like he and him. And so I thought this was a, this was very surprising to me. Um, I was I was thinking she was a cute little cat, but it's a boy, so Puck was super cute still, nonetheless. And the expiration times for magical spirits make sense because of all the power they take up, but I thought that Satella was summoning Puck um, based off of what it was what was said in the alleyway by the evildoers. They were like, oh, you can use spiritual magic? And she was like, yeah. Um, but it seems like Puck summons himself, so that was a little bit confusing, but maybe we'll get more information later. I thought the art style was pretty cool, and I liked the orbs at the end, and it looked really pretty. And I thought it was hilarious that he still had the bag from the convenience store all the way to the end, because you just see him all, like, mopey with the big, like, (laughs) plastic white convenience store bag, and I thought it looked really funny. So that was me going through the entire first episode. I mean, not a lot happened, but some stuff happened. Um, so now let's see, do I recommend this anime? Will I keep watching? Overall, this anime seems pretty funny and quirky with a lot of cuteness thrown in. And I'm very curious to see what happens to Subaru and if he and his new friends will find the insignia they're looking for. I'm also curious if they'll find some money <laughs> because they both are broke, which they've publicly said, uh, and they need money pretty badly. I would recommend this anime for people who want something lighthearted and easy to follow and who needs a laugh. It's definitely not dark like Jujutsu Kaisen or Death Note or even Demon Slayer, and it's not as quirky or edgy as Food Wars, (laughs) that's for sure. Um, I think I'll keep watching this one. It kind of reminds me of the new anime Uncle from Another Universe, uh, which my husband and I have been loving, (laughs) but I want to see where this story goes and if Subaru gets the magic he's been hoping for, and if he ever returns to our world. So that brings us to the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed my reaction to ReZero and that it was beneficial to you. (laughs) And as always, thanks for listening to the Dutch Angle Chronicles podcast. If you enjoy the show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and be sure to come back for the next episode on the Wilhelm Scream. Until then, this is Samantha De La Heron, and don't forget, always look at film from a different perspective. Bye!